Hi everyone, this is Mary again with Mary Unapologetic. Tonight, the topic is how do you deal with picky eater? So if you have kids that are picky eater, this would be a good um, note for you to take. Actually, I have my cousin Pia here visiting us in San Diego. So she's actually work for what? Is it what unified school is it? It's yeah. actually a school district in uh, Maryland called Prince George's County Public Schools. Mm-hmm. So we have over 200 schools um, mm-hmm. within our system and over 125,000 kids. Wow. And what do you do there? So basically, I'm a, my title is food nutrition specialist. So I um, basically plan the menus wow, for that's... the entire district. And we have breakfast, lunch, supper, and snack programs. So that means she's very important. That's why. Well. I... <laughs> <laughs> well. Yes, just say yes. I'm yes. very important. Very important. That's well, it is true. I mean, kids need food. I mean, nutrition, I should say, in order to, you know, grow, develop, and think, you know, uh-huh. and learn. Healthy food. That's why I decided to bring you in tonight. So that way we can, um, you know, kind of like pick your brains, especially this is your specialty. And I kind of ran out of ideas on how to feed, uh, feed my or what to feed my youngest kid because she, She's a picky eater. Mm-hmm. So normally I would just give her like, let's say those Hawaiian bread with Nutella and mm-hmm. then she'll eat that. But if I make a sandwich, like for example, like turkey, she will not eat it. So by the time we pick her up from daycare, she would have like just pick what she wants to eat in her lunchbox and leave the one that she doesn't want to eat. So I want to just ask you, Pia, what would you suggest? You know, I think it would be nice if it's like a finger kind of, you know, mm-hmm. finger kind of food. Mm-hmm. So that way it's easy to make and, you know, something, you know, like she likes mac and cheese. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you have ideas. Yeah. Here. Well, sticking with kid-friendly foods is a good idea, especially like mac and cheese and spaghetti and hamburgers and those types of things. I mean, you can always add like a nutritious twist to it. So for instance, with mac and cheese, mm-hmm. you could add vegetables, you know, even um, or even hide the vegetables in there. So some people like will you know, puree cauliflower and Mm -hmm. then stick it into the sauce. So that way you can't really see it. Mm -hmm. Or some people like to, you know, maybe show the vegetables, like add broccoli so Mm -hmm. that they can see, Mm -hmm. you know, the broccoli in there. And one thing to remember is that with kids, sometimes they need about like what, 10 to 20 like exposures to a food before they feel comfortable to actually eat it. So just because you show something to them and they kind of have a you know, a yucky face doesn't uh-huh. mean that, okay, they're not, they might not be willing to try it later. So always offer. I mean, the one thing is if you don't offer it, then there's never an opportunity for them to even try it. I always keep forgetting to do that because sometimes, you know, I would just offer it and if she didn't like it, then I'll be like, oh, she didn't like it the first time. I won't yeah. do it again. And that's okay because they're young and they're, and you know, one thing with food is that they have the ability to say no. Whereas normally every, you know, parent decides, okay, I get to do this and, or what they get to do. So with food, they get to decide if they're going to take it in or not. So one Mm -hmm. thing to remember as a parent, we decide, you know, what to eat, they decide how much of it. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's important to offer, you know, and again, just because they've got like a, a yucky face or, you know, doesn't mean they won't try it later, you Uh know, and, and try other, I always say try other methods of preparation. So I remember when I was young, I hated cooked carrots, but I would eat them raw with maybe a little ranch dressing dip. So that's another thing that we can do is try different methods of preparation, you know, so either cooked or raw, um, you know, in, in soups and stews and things like that. Maybe I should hire you as my chef no. for free. You know what I mean? Wow. So that way, I'm just kidding. Yeah. You know, Filipino, you don't well, have another, to pay. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> Everything for what is that? The five finger discount? I don't know. <laughs> hey, you're my relative. You just work for me for free. <laughs> That's right. But one other thing too is, I mean, especially since kids are like sponges, right? They just want to learn. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would also suggest get them into like helping prep the food too, or even buying the food. Like when you go into the store. You know, tell them that they're in charge of picking the vegetable or the fruit for the for the family, you know, for this day or for this meal. And so let them, you know, decide, oh, did you want to try this? Uh-huh. One of the good things is maybe going to a farmer's market because sometimes you can taste some of the vegetables or fruit for that matter, you know, since they have them out there. So it gives them an experience with it. Ah. So And they can do things, simple things depending on their age is maybe... Um, what is it? Just washing the fruit, uh-huh. you know, or counting the pieces. Like if you cut them up and they get to count the pieces and put them in a bowl. Uh-huh. I mean, so it's a learning experience for them too. And if you have like, for instance, I mean, especially since we're in, in you know, sunny San Diego, uh-huh. it's 70 degree, degree weather year round. I mean, having a, a vegetable garden, you know, and then teaching them yeah. about it too. Because yeah. it's that important. You I mean, you eat every day. So you should, you know, we need to learn how to eat right every day. But as far as picky eaters goes, I mean, that's that's one of the suggestions is get them interested in the food that they are, you know, going to, to eat, eat versus oh. just, okay, here you get to eat this and that's it. Because so you th- there's a lot of experience that they can learn from, you know, the uh, foods okay. that you show them. So you think a four-year-old will like, you know, willing to do something like this? Oh, definitely. Because they're, they're, I mean, they're in the discovery phase of their life, right? I mean, they love to like put their hands in things uh-huh. and they like to, you uh-huh. know, if you ask them to like wipe the table, maybe they won't do it perfectly, but they'll want to <laughs> they'll learn. Wipe it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's why some of the toys are like, you know, the lawn, the fake lawn, like little kid lawnmowers and, uh-huh. and dishes and that kind of stuff. So they're definitely interested. And sometimes I think as parents, we underestimate their ability to, you know, to understand some of the things that you tell them. I mean, yeah. So. Yeah. Now, as far as fruit, like today, I introduced the mango and mm-hmm. she was looking at me like, do I have to eat this? And I said, yes, because, you know, so I said, hey, you know, if you eat this, look at your older sister. She's eating this and mm-hmm. that's her favorite fruit. Mm-hmm. And then so she went along with it, but she's staring at me like she's mad at me, like, mom. Well, one <laughs> thing, like, again, I mean, I think maybe we should watch comparing the kids because she has like everyone is different i mean mm-hmm. she might not like the taste the tartan depending on like if your mango is sweet or tart so it's just just you know i would suggest just recommending her or um, suggesting her to try it just try it it's something new and different and if you don't like it then that's okay mm-hmm. just to at least take a bite so and just encourage them but don't make a big deal out of it because again when we make a big deal out of something or force kids for mm-hmm. that matter too mm-hmm. it's if ever you're forced to do something what is your first you know, reaction. It's, uh, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if we kind of just like, you know, cut a small piece and say, here, try it. It's something new and different. It's called a mango. And it's what, what color is this? You know, kind of uh-huh. get them engaged ah, in it. And then like it, play a game. You yeah. Mean. Well, okay. you could do that or, you know, use it as a learning experience. But another uh-huh. thing too is, you know, if they, and just tell them that if you don't like it, that's okay. Uh-huh. And then, you know, you could just take a bite, but if you don't like it, just put it, to, put it down. And if you want to eat the rest of it, then that's fine too. Uh-huh. But Again, it gives them the opportunity to decide if they like it or not. I mean, and just because they don't like the mango now doesn't mean they're going to not like it later. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what? She did try it, like a few yeah. slices of it. And then, you know, I didn't get the reaction, I guess, I expected. But 
at least she tried it. Yeah. And then if I keep introducing it, yeah. then eventually exactly. she's going to like Another it. Another thing too is like, especially when they get like into school, they're going to, mm. she's going to see her peers eat other fruits and vegetables and mm. like decide, okay, you know, everyone mm -hmm. else is eating it. Let me try it. Mm -hmm. But again, don't make it a big deal. Just offer, right? That's the best thing that we can do is offer. And then she can decide if she wants to eat it or not. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we tend to give big portions too, or like mm. expect them to eat this port, like this big cut of yeah. an apple or something, uh -huh. you know, or whatever new food. And it's like, um, you know, they don't like it. So they're not going to eat it. So I highly suggest just giving them a little taster of something and then so it's not really a big deal if they decide that they don't want to eat it. Does that make sense? Uh -huh. So since you mentioned something about the portion, I have a tendency because she's so thin mm -hmm. and tiny for her age. Mm -hmm. I, I have the tendency to kind of like, you know, in my mind, I have to feed her this much food. So mm -hmm. that way she's getting all the nutrition or all the food for her to grow. So you're saying now from what you said earlier that you know, they're, they're the one that's going to decide how much they're going to eat. So yeah. if they don't eat that much, it's okay? Sometimes it is okay because, again, I mean, kids have, like, we're born with this innate sense of fullness, right? Mm -hmm. um, but another thing, too, is kids go through these growth spurts. So you're going to see kids, they're, they might eat more on one, on one day versus another. It's because, mm. probably because they're going through that growth spurt. So you're going to see them just want to you know, eat house, you know, everything. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But, um, but again, they are born, I mean, they are born with that sense of, um, of, okay, I'm full uh -huh. and I'm hungry. So a good thing to do is, you know, create a schedule, you know, so breakfast, like kids like schedules. They like to know, okay, this is nap <laughs> oh time gosh. and this is, you know, lunch time and this is, you know, breakfast time and, and this is a snack time kind of thing. Uh -huh. um, and then this is when we go to school or this is when we go to bed and, you know, that kind of stuff. So, what I would suggest is, you know, create like a meal, a mealtime plan, you know, when you're planning on offering breakfast, lunch and dinner, and then maybe the little snacks in between. If she decides that she doesn't want to have bre breakfast, uh -huh. right, because she might be full for, from maybe the evening snack that you gave uh -huh. her. I mean, sometimes we tend to, uh -huh. you know, feed them. Oh, um, too much. Yeah, a yeah. little bit too much. Uh -huh. She might not want to eat, you know, at, I don't know, seven o'clock. Uh -huh. But two hours later, you've got a, a little snack prepared for her, you uh -huh. know. Or she might take a couple of bites, right? Because everybody at the table is eating, but not so much. And so you're concerned, but you've got, but that's okay because two hours later, you've got your little snack for her, your little healthy snack. So uh -huh. like the apple and cheese or something like that, you know, to be able to feed her later on. So the main thing to do again as parents is because we decide what they're going to eat. That's why we have to make every, every opportunity that we are going to feed them, make sure that the foods are healthy. What we tend to do as parents sometimes is get concerned and think, Oh, you know, they're not they're not eating so that we give them their favorite food. So at least they're eating. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, well, and their favorite foods are like chips and cookies and da da yeah. da da. da. Yeah. But honestly, it's like we're one, I mean, especially at a, at the young age, we are um teaching them this habit of, okay, let's eat unhealthy yep. food, right? And yeah. that's okay cuz that's what I did when I, you know, what that's what my mom fed me. She knows what's best. And then two, we're not filling them with the nutrition that they need. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it, it's important. So another thing too, we have to remember is those chips and cookies and, and those types of things may be good every once in a while, once in a while, but not all the time. It shouldn't be part of the regular, you know, regular meal plan, because again, it's got, they've got all these things that your body just doesn't know to do. You know, it yeah. doesn't know how to digest yeah. regularly, but with whole foods, your body knows, okay, I'm going to use this for, you know, energy and protein and so and vitamins and minerals and and the body knows what to do with that. So you want to make sure that the meals that you plan are nutritious, you know, have the uh, vitamins, minerals, nutrition that yeah. the body needs for growth, development and so and healing. Yeah. So with me, 
I got an advice from someone who's older than me. But normally what I pack for her is like um, I would pack, let's say, crackers that mm-hmm. she would probably like and then the sandwich and then the fruit and then either a yogurt or like raisins mm-hmm. and then her water. And then in the morning she will do like chocolate milk because she doesn't do milk. Mm-hmm. And I tried it. I mm-hmm. even just put like a little bit of chocolate so it's yeah. not concentrated. Or, yeah. or e- I even tried and trick her and mix more milk in the chocolate yeah. milk. Mm-hmm. And she knows she's you know? <laughs> this kid is smarter than any adult. I yeah. But anyway, so she knows and she won't touch it after she would take like two or three sips. She won't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. But if I do the organic milk from Costco, mm-hmm. then she will finish the whole thing in mm-hmm. the morning. And then I will give her like, you know, those Yo Kids yogurt. Yeah. I don't know if they're if they're good or not. Are well, they good? yogurt. I mean, again, keep in mind, look at the nutrition that's in the in the food, you know. Um, and look at the fact that if it's acceptable, if they if they will eat it. So yogurt, you know, is a good source of protein. Okay. There is calcium in there. You know, there's a lot of vitamins and minerals too. Uh-huh. You know, and if it's a favorite, it's a it's one of the foods that they like to eat. That's a win win. Yeah, that's what I do in the mornings. And then for her lunch, she has like four different kinds. So that's what I normally do. Mm-hmm. And then somebody, um, I think it was like maybe two three weeks ago, somebody I know who's older than me suggested to me well if she's a picky eater maybe you should just put two kinds of food in her lunchbox Mm -hmm. but then i'm thinking you know if i only put two and if she doesn't like those two then she won't eat (laughs) why just two yeah i don't know because oh oh oh, because she told me and she's a mother of four yeah and then she's she's a grandma now actually and because she told me that if if she has you know if the kids have so many variety of stuff to Mm -hmm. eat especially a Mm four-year-old then they get more overwhelmed and confused and they don't eat their food. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, I kind of thought that was correct. but It then- sounds right. You know, I mean, it, so- it, it sounds about right. But again, the foods that you're packing, will she eat or what, what are they? Well, I kind of give her the stuff that I want her to eat, which is healthy food. And then also I mix it with the food that she likes to eat. Mm-hmm. So that way she has a variety, you know. Yeah. Let's say if she didn't like the... Because if I only pack the healthy food, obviously she's not going to eat. That means she's not going to eat all day because she's at daycare until 5 or 6 Yeah. in the afternoon. You yeah. know what I mean? So are you responsible for packing her like mm-hmm. snacks, her lunch and her snacks? Exactly, yeah. yes. And the thing too, um, this is what I noticed at her daycare. I've to- I, Of course, I've talked to them about it too, but they can't force her to eat. Yeah. Here's the thing. If I pack four things... She would only eat probably either a sandwich and then the other three items will come back home. Mm-hmm. Then when I picked her up or my my husband, what ends up happening is while she's like sitting in the car, mm-hmm. she'll snack on yeah. them, which is good before dinner. You know right, what I mean? Right. So at least she kind of like. So ate she's kind of creating her little schedule, if you <laughs> notice, right? She's telling me what to do, man. Yeah, she's, she's creating her little <laughs> schedule. So she's got all that food in there. So for lunch, she'll have her little sandwich. So yeah. I mean, I've seen your daughter. She's tiny. She's a stick, you know, not more than, what, 25 pounds or so? 27. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, so her stomach is really small. Actually, what you can do is look at the, look at when she creates a fist, that's pretty much the size of her stomach. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so oh, pretty, my what's, gosh. What you to, like, again, so what you want to do is, um, yeah, if you put it right there, I mean, we do. We can do the same thing. You know, put that up and that's basically that's the size stomach. of your stomach. So what you want to about, you know, okay. it just depends. I mean, because some of us have stretched our stomachs out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But I mean, with her, I mean, so she's going to know if there's like too much in there or not. And she's going to decide what she, you know. What she eats? How much she wants to eat. But okay. it sounds like what she's doing is she's picking enough for her, which uh-huh. is great. You know, so she'll have her little sandwich and, and she's good. 
and then went before picking her up, which is I don't know, a couple hours or so. Then she'll want to eat again, and that's how it's a you know, and that's how it's supposed to look like. That's but again, just make sure that you are offering foods that you know that she she will want to. That, you know, that she may want to, you know, will eat, basically. Uh-huh. So you think me mixing it up with the food that she likes and then the food that I want her to eat because it's healthy, That's, you know it's what? fine? You're exposing her. One, mm-hmm. you're exposing her to food, the thought. foods every, every time. And one of these days, like, again, another friend could have the same, you know, food. And she's uh-huh. like, I've got that too. And they eat it together. Because you just never know. Again, if we don't give them the opportunity uh-huh. to eat the foods, then they're they're not gonna eat it oh okay <laughs> so, so so besides the uh, mac and cheese i like that mac and cheese suggestion that mm-hmm. you just mentioned what else can you offer like what about like for a sandwich what i mean i kind of run out of ideas so there's a uh, nutella there's peanut butter <laughs> and then one time actually i just put the peanut butter she didn't eat it so you know what i do now mm-hmm. i put the peanut butter with nutella so mm-hmm. at least there's peanut butter. No, yeah, yeah, and peanut. You know what? It's not a lot of us underestimate peanut butter. Unfortunately, gets a bad rep because a lot of kids are allergic to it. Uh-huh. But at the same time, peanut butter is a good source of like healthy, um, you know, fat and protein, and it's important. Um, and it's important for them to to get that. So that's a, that that's okay. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, so I kind of want to mix something with like uh, protein. You know, I, obviously she doesn't like. Um, Turkey, what mm-hmm. do you, what would you suggest I can put on the sandwich? Well, what about cheese? Does she like cheese sandwiches? Because I mean, we because again, uh, some of the like the cheeses and yogurts, there there's actually a good source of protein. So like for one cup, oh. like uh, in milk, for instance, in one cup of milk, mm-hmm. there's about eight or nine grams of protein, depending on what um, fat you know type, um, like low fat, two percent and one percent, two percent and fat free. Mm-hmm. Depending on that version, mm-hmm. there's actually about eight or nine grams of fat in a cup of milk. So I mean, not fat, excuse me, oh, eight or nine grams of protein in a cup okay. of milk. So you can also go for like, um, you know, the yogurts and cheeses. Uh huh. And that'll also provide her with fat too. I mean, so, excuse me, protein. We're talking about protein. Protein. Okay, so basically, mm-hmm. just put the cheese in the sandwich. You could do cheese in the sandwich. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, try, I mean, so yogurt too, you know, especially, I mean, sometimes, especially at this age, sometimes they don't want to eat the toughness of the, mm-hmm. right? it might feel weird or different, you know, in their, uh, the meat might feel weird or different. So sometimes the texture of the foods, if it's softer, they're more likely, you know, to eat it. Mm. So again, if it's peanut butter, you know, not remember peanut butter doesn't have to be just in sandwiches. It could also be dipped, you know, so like you can use it as a dip to like dip, you know, carrots or apples and those types of things, celery sticks. You know, those types of things. I'm going to try. I'm going to probably try to see if she's at the age now where she's going to start eating. A banana. Banana. Banana banana and peanut butter. (laughs) Or either that, the carrots. I don't know if she's going to, you know, like the raw carrots. Yeah. But maybe, you know, again, with those carrots, I mean, maybe take her to like, you know, a a farm or something or the farmer's market and show her the different colors of carrots that come out because they're not always just, uh you know, they're not always just orange. They're purple carrots or, you know, um, what other, like the... I think white, they come white too, because uh-huh. it's a root. So they're, you know, they're just different kinds. Okay, got it. Well, that's a good advice, Bia. So anyway, folks, I think we're going to wrap it up here. And I think this is a good visit, Pia, because you get, you kind of gave me pointers. And I hope you kind of help, you know, people out there, you know, as far as ideas on how to deal with picky eater. Again, I the reason why I brought my cousin Pia here is because this is her expertise and I wanted to kind of like pick her brain on how to deal with picky eater and I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only one or I'm not the only mother out there who deals with this kind of uh, kid. Anyways this is it folks. Good night.